Welcome to the From Soccer to Football podcast, where I, Joshua Temptition, and I, Nacho Bonpadre, explore the development of the beautiful game in North America. Today's subject is Messi versus Ronaldo. Who made the better decision to leave Europe? To be clear, we are not debating who's the better player, we're debating who has joined the better league. Whereas Messi has decided to move to Inter Miami, Ronaldo has joined the controversial Saudi Pro League. So today in the studio to help answer this question is OCAA striker Gershwin Dupuis. So uh, thanks for coming, Gersh. Uh, glad to be here. So uh, I just want to start off the conversation by saying who made the better decision to leave Europe and go to the team that they have gone to, Messi or Ronaldo? I think, to be honest with you, it was probably Ronaldo. I feel like MLS was already like a known league with David Beckham's Latin and stuff going there before. Ronaldo, I feel like, tapped into like a market in a league that just nobody knew about and just skyrocketed the views and just brought it to another level. So you think that Ronaldo, just based on the fact that he basically made the league, a yeah. league that no one uh, heard of before until like, wow, Ronaldo's there. Woo. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, you see like um, ESPN posting them and stuff, which we've never seen before, for sure. Yeah. So like, I, I think he's he made the right decision of being the face of the league pretty much. Yeah. And obviously... Um, for those watching the Champions League, this is the first time that Messi and Ronaldo are outside of Europe. And it, it's been a little more, I'd say it's been a little painful to watch, you know? You're not um, alone in this one, brother. It's, <laughs> it, hate, it pains, it aches my heart every single time to just turn on the channel and it's like, you're not going to see neither Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, it's just, it's so sad. We have to get used to Lewandowski and and the rest of the and the rest of the players in there. <laughs> oh, and even they're going to be leaving soon. You know, Lewandowski yeah. might be coming over to the MLS. It's the it's the end of an era, bro. Yeah, I, I mean. know. I'm buying I'm buying tickets to go and see Inter Miami when they come over. Oh, what a gem! But do you think that Messi and Ronaldo? Do you think they generally enjoy playing outside of Europe? Because I, I like Messi. Obviously, he had talked about going to the MLS and wanting to go to the MLS at one point. But at the same time, it's just it's not that level of Champions League football, no. right? I feel like they've gone to a point that they kind of have nothing else to prove. I feel like getting to the end of their career, even their levels had dropped. Yeah. It was still by far better than most players in the season. And I feel like with media scrutinizing in them um, and stuff like that, like they could go play in a league without media being on their back and just play their game. You know what I mean? So I think they deserve it after a long career for sure. And the, another big thing too is that uh, the conversation we're about to have is who, who made the better decision? Who's in a better league right now? Do you think that changes if Messi doesn't win the World Cup? Because at the moment, we, we'd argue yeah. it's like Messi's the best player of all time. Is he still the best I don't, I don't player? Think, I don't think it would change, honestly. Think it I would mean, change? maybe a little bit because, I mean, well, the World Cup has always been uh, Messi's obsession throughout his entire career. But in a way, I don't like, uh, like, like Dupuy already said, I don't think they have nothing more to prove, honestly, in spite of not winning, whether they win or not the World Cup. He, Look at Ronaldo, for example. He hasn't won the World Cup, and yet he keeps breaking records, and and he has got nothing else to prove. He's always already improved. He's already shown to us that he can like improve, be better in any league or any team that he played, and he's already shown that he's broken every single record. He has always been the the leader of the team, in spite of few disputes in inside with the managers and whatever. So I don't think it really changes. So who's had a bigger impact on the team that they've played for? So obviously Messi with Inter-Miami, right? Mm -hmm. uh, sitting bottom of the league. He comes in, wins them a trophy, right? Um, gets injured right after, and they don't win any game. Then you have Ronaldo that, yes, joined the biggest team in, in um, 
Saudi already, if you can call them big, you know, I'm just saying. He's breaking records for them. Like, can, can, but can you say he improved the team? Because he has, like, we all know that statistically he has the better team, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have Mane on his team. So, but do you think that this team actually succeeds without Ronaldo? Do you think he's improved them that much? Or do you think that uh, if you took him out, they'd be in the same situation? I think for sure, yeah, because he, you know, he steps up. I think they won the the Arab uh, Cup not too long ago with Ronaldo scoring two mm-hmm. in the finals. So like to get there in your first year and still bring silver, I think this team hadn't won in quite some time. Like they were still like a big club, but they didn't really have silverware to show for it. So to come there on your first year, bring your team silverware, competing for the AFC Champions League as well too. You know, constantly scoring day in day out. I definitely think he still brought uh, an impact that if you took him out, definitely they'd feel it for sure. Both these players have come in. They've won trophies. Yeah. They're breaking records. Um, I do believe Messi uh, broke a record in uh, just the cup tournament that he was in for that short period of time. And obviously, Ronaldo yeah. continuously breaking records. He's um, currently beating. He, he, I do believe he's the current top striker in the world right now. He's got the most goals in any league. Yeah, yeah. I want. I, I want to say it's Ronaldo, but but. It, uh... In like in the whole year, you mean in in every competition? Yeah, in all comps, I I do believe he's first, correct? Probably, but uh, do I did hear also that a striker from Fluminense uh, has scored has even had has has even more goals than uh, Holland in in the whole Premier League. So I oh, think boy. it's pretty much and and he just won the Libertadores Cup with Fluminense just a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Germán Cano. Maybe he'll come to the uh, MLS or maybe uh, Saudi Pro League scoops him up. You <laughs> maybe. Know, makes this yeah, maybe. Who do you think has the better contract? Because obviously, you know, when you go to Saudi Pro League, Ronaldo's at $200 million for, I think, two years, or is it per year? Do you guys know? I think it's per year. It's per year. Yeah, per year. Like he's the, he gets paid the most. He's the yeah. Most expensive for these players. Two hundred million dollars. I don't well, think re- any of us are well, ever making. Well, Al Ittihad, for example, they just hired a manager. They hired Gallardo, and he's going to be like making thirty mil a year, and he's only signing until June 2025. So, yeah. I mean, and that's for a manager, not for a not for a player. So. It's, I got to go with the, the Saudi league right now in you terms think, of. So you think that he got the better contract? I think, yeah, I think so. I think I would have to go with Messi though, because I, I read into it and I, apparently he got like some pretty good incentives with Adidas. Um, apparently, like the jersey sales, he has like a foot within the club. Like yeah. I don't think Messi's the the contract that you're gonna see all at once, but definitely in the long run, he's probably gonna end up making the same amount, if not more, just because of how much viewership and yeah. you know them giving him more of a percentage within Adidas as well too for the sales popularity as well. Yeah, for sure, yeah, hundred percent. You know, if I was going to add to that, I'd say that his contract more resembles something like David Beckham, you know? Yeah. He, um, when David Beckham first went to the league, it was only some like $25 million or something like that he yeah. was going to get from it. And however, the clause that he put into his um, his contract is that when he was done playing for them, he could buy an MLS team, which he did, which Inter Miami now. I do believe he bought it for some... Um, it was only a few hundred thousand, something like that, correct? Yeah. I want to say a few hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now the the teams are going for five hundred million. One of them just went for, I do believe. Yeah, like some but, crazy number. No, that's mm-hmm. more than an Everton. That's more than Everton Football Club in the Premier League. Like that's, that's insane. It is. So to get it for only a few hundred thousand, or even just a few million, that that that's that incredible. Insane. As we're running out of time, I'm just gonna ask this last little question: Is 
what will be the better league in five years? Because obviously that might determine who made the better decision because we're always going to remember it as mm. what it is then, right? We're going to say it's like, well, Saudi Pro League's better than uh, MLS, so uh, Ronaldo made the, the better decision at that point in time. So after everything we've just talked about, five years from now. Five years from now. Hmm. I think I would have to go with Saudi because yeah. I think MLS, they get a lot of players at the end of their career. Yeah. So, you know, you get them when they're 36, 37. I think the reason why Saudi is kind of scaring a lot of these big leagues is because you're having players in their prime. Um, mm-hmm. Like they signed a player, I think uh, his name was Jota from Celtic, who was like, I think like 21 or 22. Um, so the amount of money they're throwing at these players, they're getting players in their prime, players that still have five, six, even seven years of quality within them. Yeah. So I think eventually you're going to get to a level where Saudi is going to be in the race for those big players that, you yeah. know, the teams like Man City, Man United go after just because of the amount of money they have. So I think uh, you bring that many good players, eventually it becomes a competitive league. Mm-hmm. And when the competition is competitive, the trophies have more value. And I just think Saudi definitely is making a, they're, they're doing a lot of, they're doing a lot of damage with, with their plans and everything right now. My only counter argument to this, and I'll represent the MLS here since I don't see Ignacio representing Messi right now. Well, I will always, Messi will always be my boy, but when it comes to like what, what everything's been going on lately right now with uh, Saudi stepping up to, to the world of football, I mean, uh, and I keep, you, you mentioned the trophies and I can't keep uh, this, this thought in my head of the Al Itihar playing the FIFA Club World Cup right now, how they can actually have a challenge to actually step up to the European leagues. I mean, can you imagine a, f- a FIFA Club World Cup final Al Itihad against Manchester City? Uh, I, In a way, for all us football fans, we can't imagine it. It would be really crazy, but it wouldn't be a surprise that in five years we can see that. Well, we did see it in a few teams that have surprised, even being the, the South American champions as well. Yeah. But. It's, it breaks my heart because uh, I love Messi and everything, but in terms of like what's going on right now, the Saudi league is going to go uh, a little bit uh, better than the MLS in five years. And I'm not sure if you guys have heard this, but there was a rumor. I, I don't know if it's rumored or confirmed yet um, that al Ittihad might join uh, the Champions League as a special guest. They might invite them in is what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, okay. social media is not the best source in the world. I think it was like 442 that, that posted it, something like that. I think that if they do that, they're officially the better. They're, they'll become the better league because being yeah. part of that Europe, getting that global uh, competition. However, I think what might stop them from becoming the best is that you don't see Saudi players. You don't see, there's no Saudi players really in the league that are yeah. good. Like. Well, they can be good, but it's their second job. They're not like they're never going to play for Real Madrid. They're never going to play for any big team. Yeah. So youth development might be a great incentive for the MLS mm-hmm. because we have talents like Alfonso Davies. You know, the young Canadian that came from Vancouver. He he came and he's currently are arguably the best left back in the world at mm-hmm. this moment. So, you know, young talent development. You might not see them get that, and in the long term, you know. I think Saudi Arabia will want to compete for the World Cup eventually. And with Canada in 2026 having young players coming up, uh, that mm-hmm. that will be a priority. And I think that people will look at that and say, well, like, wow, this is for sure going to be the better league at yeah. one point yeah. because of their youth development. If they can keep them, they don't just sell them off. Yeah. But, you know, Saudi, Saudi, 
you don't want it just to become that retirement league. But no. I think um, I think Saudi like they already are uh, hosting the World Cup twenty thirty four. I think mm, they already yeah. yes, that's true. They, um, that's true. And then this year, I think it being in Qatar, like everybody thought it was just going to be completely different. And the World Cup's still turning out to be a great one, if not great one, one of the best we've yeah. ever seen. That's true. And I think, um, to be honest with you, Saudi, like, sometimes I'll put a couple of bets here and there. Saudi, we're definitely, <laughs> and, definitely a team And Messi left in the World Cup. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I think Saudi, you know, popping up in their first game after not being in the World Cup for a while, you know, and still making a statement to beat Argentina. And then, you know, giving Mexico a run for their money, Poland a run for their money. <laughs> I think that just being the first time it pops up, <laughs> I think I think that just being the first time they had their appearance, I uh, I don't know. I feel like if they play in the in a couple more World Cups to come, like I think their team, they're like seeing the quality they brought for the first time showing up. I, I definitely think it's something that could, you know, spark up a, a soccer culture within their country, and then we could probably see them being a a big threat in the years to come for sure. All right. Okay. So I unless you guys have anything else to add, there's a little send off for this subject. The that we're still the World Cup champions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. A little bit of humor. <laughs> Anyways, Gersh, thanks for coming. Uh, it's been, we really appreciate it. Uh, glad for you guys to have me. Yeah, thanks, man. Perfect. Thanks for listening to today's episode with special guest Gershom Dupuy. If you liked this episode, please make sure to subscribe and follow us on all of our social media and stay tuned for the upcoming episodes. I'm Joshua Temptation. And I'm Ignacio Bombadre. And this has been From Soccer to Football. Stick around for next week as we answer the question, is North America ready to host the 2026 World Cup?